Oh God! Welcome to another wonderful episode of House of Decline. It's me and Steven. Hello. Hi. Uh, where it's the classic duo, the classic binary, the classic, we, we are a dramaturgical dyad. Correct. One of us is a happy-go-lucky moron, and the other is a, a, a kerfrumpton curmudgeon. I just said like a Chuck Wendig word right there. I feel so. I feel great. Yeah, don't describe me that way. You're a kerfrumpton curmudgeon. I'm not kerfrumpton. <laughs> you're kerfrumpton. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. That's your. You're Peter kerfrumpton all the time. Is that is that like is that good? Uh, yeah, I think that's good. Is that good. a play I, on Peter Kropotkin? No, it's it's a play on Peter Frampton. Peter Frampton. Uh, Oh, Peter Frank, I do feel. feel like we I do. do. I do me feel. Mm-hmm. I do me feel. Uh, I always wanted to do, uh, in Toronto, there's the city of Brampton, and I always imagine like a, a local concert called Brampton Comes Alive. <laughs> and it's like all the Brampton acts are out, and they're just like a lot of Indian guys doing cover bands of like Radiohead and stuff like that, because Brampton is a very heavy Indian population. Just like five Indian guys doing exit music for a film. Mm-hmm. How's that one Sorry, going? I, Do you remember Brampton that comes up. Wake from your sleep. Mm. Wow, who would ever divorce that voice? Who would ever divorce that voice? Yeah. and then, and then That wonderful <laughs> voice. That's how he fucks, you know? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking come. Yeah, can you imagine Tom York moaning during sex? Uh. <sighs> All of his breathy, breathy moans during sex. Mm. It's me, Tom York. I'm fucking you right now. I'm fucking you. It's me, Tom York. Maybe he has a deep speaking voice. Maybe he does. Um, me, Tom York. Oh, yeah, me and the blokes are right ahead. You know, <laughs> let's smoke a packet of fags. And we recorded OK Computer, and it was really good for us. It was good. All that guitar stuff on there. Wow, so much guitar stuff going on. And now Johnny, he, uh, we don't, we anti BDS. We pro Israel. Long live Netanyahu. Uh, we always loved him. What did they do that? <laughs> that, is, that yeah, that is actually true. Johnny Greenwood's wife is Israeli. So oh. cancel. You're canceled for your Israel takes, Radiohead. So does Radio? Yeah. I guess Radiohead doesn't. Um, uh, not perform. They don't not perform. And they don't not perform. Yeah, we got Big Thief to stop performing though. Woo, woo! Yeah, we got, we did that. We did it. Yeah, we, we did, did that. It. That was us. That was us personally. Mm-hmm. I've always thought our dynamic was similar to uh, the comics of uh, friend Keith John Stack. Uh, he has his his lesbians, his lesbian characters, uh, Leslie and Brienne. There's a dumb one and a, and a mean one. Cool. <laughs> That's yeah. us. Yeah, you're the dumb one, and I'm the, I'm said, the dumb one. And then the other one you said is smart and funny and good looking. They're smart, smart and funny and good looking. <laughs> okay. Yes, precisely. Uh, that's that's how it goes. That's how it goes. But I think that's I think that's nice. I think I think we we it adds to the back and forth. And speaking of comics, you know, we have a very special episode today um, because you know we have well, we, every, we've every episode is special. Yeah, every episode is special. I mean. But we've and we've interviewed comic artists before, but. We're interviewing five comic artists today. We've got oh, five comic five artists. Five people in. on the docket, huh? Yeah, five people on the docket. They've they've all made web comics that you know have gotten out there. Their names have gotten out there. They're very famous in the web comics world, 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, five unique individual voices that, you know, we're going to get down to the nitty gritty. We're going to talk craft. We're going to talk a lot of craft today. You know, I hope you like craft because it's going to be all over this week's episode as we explore five individual, unique, wonderful voices that are real, that, that are real voices in the web comics. That's world. right. 100% real voices. Yeah. Uh, who's the first uh, person we're interviewing, and what's the name of their webcomic? Well, well, we're going to stir a little controversy right here, because, uh, uh, you know, this person ha- has created a little bit of trouble. A little bit of trouble oh, in the politics he's of, sphere. He's one of those controversial webcomics? He's one of those controversial webcomics artists, you know, in the uh-huh. vein of uh, Ben Garrison, or, like, uh, uh, other conservative or Mallard Fillmore. We have Manosphere. The comic and uh, its author, uh, Jeb Huntley. Jeb Huntley, uh, so glad that you are in the studio today with us to discuss your webcomic Manosphere, which I believe is a term that was popular for about one year in 2017. Um, How did you take that term and ride the railroad of success all the way to its end point uh, which is a lot of money town. Well, 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 the path to a lot of money town is, you know, paved with a lot of regrets. So um, the thing is, when I was writing Manosphere, what really resonated me with me about the term was that it was a big sphere of men, like a katamari of men, and they were all together. You know, and that's what I thought we really needed as as bros, you know, as bros who are under siege by all these hoes, you know? Mm. That's uh, an interesting statement. Um, so the Sphere is a Katamari-style collection of dude bros? Yeah, it's a collection of men supporting each other. And, you know, have you ever gone out in the woods with your buddies and, you know, you're shooting arrows and you, you're hugging. You're hugging a lot. You're hugging and crying. You're doing the primal mm. thing. And I thought that's what we need. What if you could have that experience all the time by just being in a semi-sentient hive mind of men? That's very interesting because as a young lad, I probably would have appreciated that because what I would do is take my metal music stand and go out into the woods and beat the trees and cry because of how much practice uh, classical piano I was being forced to do. Oh, you were you were a stand you were a stand tree puncher as well. Yeah. You know oh. that's a classic, yeah. a classic. Well, what happened was then I I actually beat the music stand so badly it was bent out of shape and I and I tried to put it back together, uh, and it was always crooked from then on, serving as a reminder of the impotent boy boyish rage at being forced to practice mm-hmm. classical piano for hours each day. Well, let me tell you something about impotent boyish rage. You know, I channel that a lot. It it fuels a lot of my ideas because, you know, I go to a lot of truck stops. You can't go to a truck stop anymore without guys coming to suck your dick, you know? And, you know, I heard in the New York Times that truck stops are slowly being shut down because of uh, President Biden. Did you hear that? Well, if the New York Times says it, I believe it. I love the New York Times. It's my <laughs> oh, really? favorite. Yeah, you wouldn't think that of me because of my outward. Would you? What, what did you assume about me because of my ridiculous voice? Well, I, I assume you're wearing a ridiculous suit. 
Well, that is true. That is true. I am wearing a ridiculous suit. Uh, it's leopard print. It's got a leopard print jacket, and uh, it's jeans, but it's pink denim. It's pink denim. This is how Jeb Huntley dressed. I got a different this... idea of what Manosphere was going to be. Maybe you can describe the comic a little bit. What what kind of things, uh, characters? Oh, no, no, it's def it's still about men's rights. It's still about how mm. men are being bowled over. <laughs> okay. Men are being bowled over, you know, a lot of the time, you know. But, um... <laughs> Think about the thing about my accent is su suddenly sometimes I'm from Baltimore, you know, as well. You know, sometimes I'll no, just no. shift it up and be from Baltimore. I don't know. I don't know where that is. But so who is do you, does the comic have any main characters or a main character? It's mostly about the sphere and oh. about how, like, the, you'll see a man. Okay. You'll you'll see a man getting bullied on the street like a woman will be coming up to him and saying you're less than you're less than masculine yep. and he'll feel really bad and then the manosphere will come and it'll just smush her. And you know, then the guy joins the manosphere, contributes to its power. You know, it's like we got a trucking convoy across the USA, toot toot. Except it's, you know, roiling bodies, roiling bodies of men, but you know, passing but all each, supporting other. each other. They're all supporting each other as well. That's the beauty of a sphere, is that no one is supporting no one else more than anyone else, you know? <laughs> that is the beauty of a sphere. That's the beauty of a sphere, you know? Don't fear the sphere. That's what we say. You know, that's what's on our merch, is don't fear the sphere. Has it got kind of like the, the, the sickle, like the Grim Reaper's sickle? Uh, no, but we can make a version for you if you want that oh. version. Oh, here. Well, why, why would you want a well, Grim Reaper like, sickle? Know, you know, don't fear the reaper has the has the sickle. Oh, the oh, bar. like blue oyster cult. Are you a fan of blue oyster cult? <laughs> right, right. Oh, that's you know, because I, I love the New York Times. I love blue oyster cult because they're also from New York, my favorite state of the union. What you know, New York culture. Everyone is, loves New York. Well, do, does the uh, the sphere in your webcomic ever travel to different cities like New York? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He travels to New York, travels to Albany, travels to Buffalo. You know, oh. meets up with Vincent Gallo in Buffalo, and you know, he has like a really real talk with Vincent Gallo. Is that where Vincent Gallo lives? Vincent Gallo, <laughs> Buffalo sixty six. You know. Oh, okay. So he may or may not actually live there. Um, you know, he probably lives in Los Angeles because he's a big movie star. I love Vincent Gallo. <laughs> yeah, he's he, what a, he's a great man, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, the manosphere represents male power in all of it. You know what I should do is they should because you know be how they, 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 they use the Mars symbol for man, right? Uh, is that a, is that a symbol for the, a planet? It's a symbol for a planet, but it's also a symbol for a man because it's like a circle, but it has an arrow-like penis jutting out of it. Yeah, okay. So it has this arrow-like penis, so maybe the manosphere could get like an arrow that it would use to stab women. Oh. Stab, you know, negative women uh, who are being what? harpies to beautiful, beautiful men. Um, I think you should maybe not do that idea. Uh, you, what you don't like the stabbing women idea? You no. think that might prove to be a little too controversial? That might, you know. I know you want your webcomic to be picked up by your favorite newspaper, the New York Times. Um, as, that is true. The New York Times often publishes webcomics. Well, it would, yeah, yeah, it would be their first. I think I was going to say. I think that's what I mean. That's what we were trying to do. This whole <laughs> manosphere project. We were trying to shake up some, rattle some cages. You know, get into the New York Times. You know, get get so good at comics that. 
get so good at Manosphere comics that we get into the New York Times, and that's still like that's still the that's still the dream. You said your name was Jug. Jeb Je- Jeb Huntley. Oh. my name is Jeb Huntley. I thought it was Jug. Uh, it was it wasn't Jug Huntley. That's a common misconception. <laughs> that's your your more famous richer brother. It, it's the people. Well, yeah, that is Jug Huntley. You know, my brother. He was a jug magnet. He said, you know, my parents named me Jug, so I might as well go into him. Go into and jugs. he did. Jugs He's of jug- all sizes. Jugs of all sizes. You know, that's the thing is jug manufacturers before were only making jugs of one size. And he looked yeah. at the market and said, man, what if you could get all your jugs in one place? And, you know, a, I got a jug job and my jug sizes increased. That's amazing. You you can get as many X's as you want on those jugs as well. 3X, 4X, 5X, doesn't matter. Although one guy came in came in asking for a 14X, and he got the old side-eye, because that would be a very high-proof alcohol. Okay, well, Mr. Uh, Huntley, it's nearing the end of our episode. It was so interesting to hear you speak about Manosphere, but as is our custom, whenever we invite a webcomic artist, we ask them about a particular webcomic that we've selected, and the webcomic I have selected to ask you about is Billy the Heretic. Have you ever seen Billy the Heretic? No, it's Billy the Heretic. I'm looking it up right now. Billy the Heretic is a webcomic about a boy who is adopted by a family of rich international Jews. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, you don't want that. You know, the the manosphere is against that type of thing. Because, you you know, you know about what they do. You know about what they do. The manosphere? Circumcision, you know, which is... Manosphere anti-circumcision, it, definitely. You need, you need as much mass as you can because of the property of inertia. Absolutely. If the manosphere even lost one foreskin, it would be disastrous. <laughs> well, okay. That's... Not one foreskin lost is the motto of the manosphere. Has, uh, has uh, uh, Mr. Huntley, have you ever been described as hyperbolic? Uh, no, I have been described as a convicted rapist. <laughs> but, uh, you know, other than that, you know, not so wanna, bad. Uh, you know? That's an interesting question. However, we do not have time to question you further. Um, please check oh, out no. well, Jug Huntley's comic called Billy the Heretic Online. And... Um, also, Manosphere, coming to the New York Times in July of 2022. All right. Love y'all. Love y'all. Goodbye, wow, what a great, what a great interview with Jug Huntley. I love that guy. Uh, he's got some issues, you right. know. Well, Jug is his brother. We Jug were... is his brother, <laughs> right. <laughs> that is Jug Huntley. <laughs> Jug Huntley, the famous Jug Magnet, uh, making all sorts of X's, all sorts of X's, you know, very famous. He's he's like an Elon Musk figure, you know, though, because what he I mean, it was really the engineers under him that made the jugs. And he was he was just, you know, he had the name recognition. Uh, he'd he'd always be saying stuff like I'm jug. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that was his motto. They'd have that on billboards. It was just his smiling face going, I'm jug. And uh, that was him. Um, up next, uh, we have a representative from. Uh, a comic, a comic form that died out a long time ago, but some some uh, strong-willed individuals are keeping it going. It's the gaming web comic, Ooh. and uh, we have we have uh, with us from the comic Gamosphere, 
we have Clyde Wilkins. Gamosphere by Clyde Wilkins is one of the most iconic gaming webcomics of the aughts. That's the period, time period of 2000 to 2010, which was fertile ground for webcomics because of something, a little something I like to call the internet. Now, Mr. Wilkins, thank you for being here. You said, it, uh, are you the actual author of Gamosphere? Yeah, I'm the author of Gamosphere. Um, it was it was really inspired by the fact that in the early aughts, you had all these you had all these Yanks, all these American comics talking about, oh, we're American, we love games, you know, <laughs> oh, we're so into games, we love them so much. And I thought, you know, give the old Queen's English a try. Maybe, maybe the mm. Queen's people. They could get into they could get into gaming web comics and talk about Sonic, talk about Mario, talk about the Mario Bruvs, as we call them in the England. Bruvs, of course. The Bruvs, I the Mario that. Bruvs. That See, is, that's that's that the cool. old, that's the flavor that you get in England. You wouldn't get that in America. They call them the Mario Bruvs, like B B R U H, like <laughs> the kids do. <laughs> All the way back in the aughts, they were saying, bruh. They were saying that in the aughts, it was very, but there were some early adopters. There were some early adopters of that term. And, right. you know. It did used to be bra, right? Remember? It used to be pronounced bra. No, that never hit in England. Uh, for a brief time, we were saying uh, bro jinkles. Okay. Bro jinkles in England. That was like a thing amongst our, our, our hip, hip youth, the chavs, as we call them. They was like, hey, bro jinkles, come up with me. Do you remember um, Brocephus? Brocephus. People said Brocephus in reference to the philosopher, the Greek philosopher. You know, and that's the other thing with the British gaming webcomics is that, you know, we're smarter. We're more educated. We have a better education system than America. So we're making references. Mm. We're making crazy references to guys like uh, Josephus and... Uh, uh, Mosephus. Mosephus. the famous Greek philosopher Mosephus. Uh, the famous Greek philosopher Moesha, which okay. is where she gets it, which is where the singer gets her name. Right. Most she people don't realize Moesha gets she, her name from the famous. She was a prophetess that could uh, foretell the future based upon the uh, augurs of sheep entrails. Um, yeah. Moesha. Absolutely. And that was like, we talked about Moesha a lot in the gaming webcomic because they were going to make a Moesha game. And everyone thought, oh, it's the singer. And we, as our sly British folk, were like, no, actually, you missed out on this reference that you would have only gotten with the superior British education system. They missed out on the reference? On the reference, yeah. <laughs> um, how, did, how did you ever, did you ever do a, one about Halo? Oh, yeah, lots of Halo web comics. Oh, like, so many tea, because, you know, the British love tea. And so tea bagging, natural <laughs> joke. Natural joke <laughs> right there, you know. <laughs> Did you have your afternoon tea bag, we would say, and we'd all have a laugh, and then we, you know, uh, we'd make our tea, and then we'd put our real-life balls on each other's face, our real-life bollocks on each other's faces, you know? Something I like most about uh, English football is how the players do tea bagging when they do a successful tackle. Absolutely. It's a big part of English football. I remember, you know, in Leicester City, you know, they were tea bagging all over the place. There's, you, have a uh, Le you have a Leicester City there? Yeah, Leicester City. Everyone there is named Leicester. Everyone there is named Mo of Leicester City. Mo, Mo Leicester. Oh no! Oh, you're thinking. You're <laughs> thinking of old Mister Jimmy Savile. 
You're thinking of old Mr. Jimmy, another great, and he was a character, you know, for a while he was a character in Gamosphere. Of course. Because they're like, oh, Jimmy Savile, he's a beloved figure. Let's have him talk about gaming. What if Jimmy Savile, what if Jimmy Savile was saying stuff like, I don't think uh, Final Fantasy XI was that good. And people cheered. But then we found out it was a nonce, and so we had to take down those comics. We had to donate money to the victims. Right. That really took a lot out of it. Well, we had I'm a lot your, of Jimmy I'm, Savile comics. I'm like on the Gamosphere website now, and the Jimmy Savile comics are actually still up, but there's just a big X through them. You can still read the whole comic. Well, yeah, uh, we figured, you know, take like a, it's like depicting Mohammed in England. You know, it's sort of, you can't depict Jimmy Savile anymore, or oh. else, you know, it's bad juju. <laughs> yeah, because adherence will burst into your office. <laughs> they will burst into my office, the Jimmy Savile, the anti-Jimmy Savile people. And they'll molest, and molest all of you. <laughs> molest, it's a real problem in England, the Jimmy Savile molestation crew. Because if you depict him, that's like, he's like their holy figure. It, well, yeah, it sets off this epigenetic memory of molestation in British people. And, you know, they, they're instantly triggered. They see the face of Jimmy Savile and, uh, you know, the, like the Kill Bill music starts playing. Oh, that's definitely, definitely one of my favorite Quentin Tarantino movies is Kill Bill. Really? You ever, yeah. put, ever put him uh, or her? I guess you could put Quentin Tarantino in the webcomic, but I guess I was more referring to... The actress of referring Bill. to the bride, the bride Uma yeah. Uma Furman. The character doesn't have a name other than the bride. Is that correct? No, she's called Beatrix Kiddo. Oh, okay. In the movie, have you seen the movie, Stephen? Uh, I saw it. Stephen, have you seen the movie? <laughs> I think I saw it. Um, I remember making fun of my English teacher in ninth grade because all that she was doing was talking about Kill Bill. And you know, I made Kill the motion. I made the motion with my hand, like like chatting, chatting, chatting. And she got really mad at me, but um, I was tired of being taught about Kill Bill in English class, frankly. I wanted to be taught about... You wanted the classics. Like, yeah. this would have never been a problem in the British education system. You've gotten much better references. Yeah, I wanted it, like, you know, great expectations. You yeah, know? great expectations. Yeah, great it's, great. It, they, expectations. it's not just okay expectations, it's great expectations. Yeah. That's a book about a little boy that works for an old bag and then everything works out for him. You know, it's a classic British experience, you yeah. know? Uh, it's almost Shakespearean, on, you know? Yeah. And I thought what the thing is, like, the gaming webcomics market has bottomed out, you know. Also, since Brexit, it's been really hard. Brexit <laughs> Brexit yeah. has been really hard on the gaming webcomics. It's hard because you can't export them directly to uh, the rest of Europe right now. Yeah, now we get taxed on webcomics. We mm -hmm. get taxed on gaming webcomics now. It's just been a, it's been a really bad deal. Bojo is blood on your hands. The web, the gaming webcomic community fears you. And it's only gaming webcomics, too, that they put this tax on. You know, yeah. the, the bloody the bloody goddamn continental people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. You guys don't even have continental breakfast now. You have only english breakfast which what's in it can you uh, go over just what's in an english breakfast oh yeah so the full english breakfast well first off for me it starts with gaming okay you know that's the first thing you have to consider is that for me a full english breakfast includes gaming all sorts of gaming so but you know we got the tomato the tomato as we say. Of course. Thank you for uh, pronouncing it the American way first so that I would understand you. But for your run, yeah, because people don't know. <laughs> people don't know at first. Uh, so we got the tomato. Uh, we got the uh, we got the shit pudding. 
We've got the shite pudding. Okay. You know, thank the, you, cl- thank the you classic shite pudding, yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> we have the uh, we have the Welsh rarebit, the Welsh rarebit, uh, which is you know has a little bit of shite pudding on the side. Ever and then ever, you have, ever have a beef Wellington in the morning? I've had a shite Wellington in the morning. <laughs> That's where you wrap the shite in puff pastry. And That's where it. you wrap the shite. Yeah, you yeah. wrap the shite in mushrooms and puff pastry. It's mm. delicious. It's a great umami flavor. <laughs> great umami flavor. I love, I love umami because it was the British who discovered umami. Yeah. Did, did we? Did we? I oh, thought yeah. it was the Japanese. No, it was... Well, well, I guess technically. I mean, it, Admiral Thornton demanded it from Emperor Yukihoto at gunpoint. He demanded umami, but ever since then, uh, it has been taught in history books that the uh, British discovered it. Well, the British discovered the savory meat flavor, which goes with our general bloodthirsty quality. So, um, just like we end every interview uh, when we interview a webcomic uh, artist, I would like to ask you about a uh, webcomic a horrible webcomic like the first horrible one. Webcomic. This horrible webcomic. This one, horrible. of course, is called horrible. The Freckled Finger. Have you ever heard of The Freckled Finger webcomic? No, what's The Freckled Finger? What's The Freckled Finger? Well, I think it's so bad that it was pulled from the web entirely. It's on the bad webcomics wiki. You know it's bad if it's on the bad webcomics wiki. <laughs> uh, it is on the bad webcomics wiki. Well, here's a comic. It's a bunch of... It's LeBron, it's LeBron James, famous basketball player LeBron James, and he's pointing at a bunch of uh, children. It's going, Jordan was right. You kids are good at this because they they made his sneakers. So it's pointing out how LeBron is a hypocrite, I suppose. Mm, mm. I don't understand. Is it about child labor? Is it about how Michael Jordan made children make shoes for him? I don't understand. You can't... All of the links are broken. There's only one comic you can see, and it's this LeBron comic. Uh, I found that usually when people are very mad at LeBron James, they've usually got a lot going for them. They've usually got definitely a lot going for them. Well, it's okay to to be against LeBron James because he's a billionaire now. Yes. Uh, Well, the thing about Gamosphere, it was never intended as an anti-wealth comic. We wanted to be wealthy. (laughs) Uh, so I don't really agree with what you're saying there. You're pro Don't really agree. I'm pro billionaire because you know that's who makes our games. I love Gabe Newell. He's a billion dollars. He's a he's a fat guy just like me. He's five hundred stone just like me. <laughs> five hundred stone. I'm I'm five hundred stone. Wow. Uh, holy you know, it's a, sh- holy sh- holy. I mean, no. that's why I do the web comics because I can't get out of my house. I can't get up under my own power. I just have a tablet. Perch, uh, perched on me, perched on me stomach, and you know it's all I really need, bruv. Yeah, well, you you weigh seven thousand pounds. That's... <laughs> you wouldn't think that would be physically possible. I'm the fattest man in the world. I'm the fattest man in the world, and I also make a very popular UK gaming webcomic, Gamosphere. All right. Well, uh, you said your name was Mr. Um, Mr. Clyde Wilkins. Wilkins. Clyde Wilkins. It was a pleasure for you to come on House of Decline. Thank you uh, so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. For talking to us about Manosphere, which you, you can find if you just Google Manosphere. I think that was Gamosphere. I think that was, I think Clyde oh, Wilkins comic. I'm, I'm sorry. Manosphere was Jug. Yeah, Manosphere was Jug. Gamosphere. Was Jug, Jug Henley. 
the, this is Gamosphere. You know, we, there's a lot of diversity in comics. Uh, but for a while, it, you know, comics were very dominated by male voices. And, you know, these it, it was very bad. Oh, boy. It was very bad because you, you didn't have a lot of women voices. I'm um, nervous to, as to who we have next. You're nervous as to who we have next? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, why? Because it, it's a lady? Are you made nervous by ladies? That's, that's not exactly why. I mean, you interviewed her before this, so you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be nervous right <laughs> oh, now. I wasn't aware I did that. Oh, um, did the interview go poorly? I, I think I just had a short-term memory loss. Yeah, there you go. That's there right. you go. You're all you're explaining your misogyny. I think you should you could learn a lot from this next comic <laughs> artist. <laughs> you're intimidating your improv partner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed uh, to do that. So and you know, if there's any if there's any uh comic genre that the ladies dominate, it's the autobio genre. Talking about your life. Talking about your life, what you do, the things that you do, the things that you love. Right, yeah. you know, like kind of like blogging in a way. Yeah, it's slice of life. It's slice of life, and that's what people need. They need to be reminded that their mundane existences actually contain the key to solemn understanding. And you know, that's why we have the author uh, Katie Huffrin of My Lifeosphere. And My we're going to talk to wow. going to talk to Katie Huffrin about her. Uh, okay, say the name slowly comic. so I'll remember it. Katie Huffrin. Katie Huffrin. Huffrin. All right, I'm Huffrin and Puffrin in anticipation with this interview with, uh, with the author of the Lifosphere comics. It's ladies and gentlemen, clap your hands together when you're listening to the podcast like a weirdo. Katie Huffrin. Hi, it's me. It's Katie Huffrin. Hi, I do my life as fear. <laughs> Hi, Katie. Uh, wow. Glad you're here with us today to talk about My Lifeosphere, which you can find at mylifeosphere.net. My, my life is just so crazy. I do all sorts of crazy things. You know, I walk my dog. I go to church. I enjoy Bones. I'm a big fan of Bones, the the television show and and the object and and the uh, you know, you can hold a bone in your hand. You can whittle it down to make weapons. You can make knives with bones. You know, and that's just my life. It's a lot of bone whittling. Do you uh where do you get these bones from? Oh, just around, you know, bone areas. Uh, you know, obvious. I'm not digging what's up a, graves, people. What's a bone you know? area? Yeah, what's a, wait, what's a bone area? Oh, you know, there, there's just areas where you can find bones I'll all around. Where, I'll tell you where Many you can find a bone area. Many people don't know about bone foraging. I'll tell you where you can find a bone area. You're being sexist! <laughs> no, I'm not. I, you can't, I swear to God, you can't be a fucking woman in this industry without, without men bringing up bones when you're just... Talking about the bones that you find and you will down into weapons, and you have some fucking interviewer. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what do you do with the weapons, the bone weapons? Oh, I just admire him. I display him. I admire him. You know, that's cool. conversation piece. Um, one time I was digging up a bone, and you know, some sometimes life happens. You know, life well, happens. In yeah, a way. you as as you do when it's been spherized. Yeah, another 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 woman bone hunter came up to me and we were talking about hunting bones as you do. And we were talking about how we've always felt marginalized 
by the male bone hunter community because you know it's a boys club it's and not unlike the web comics industry is also a boys club mm, yeah um and that you can't call yourself a bone hunter without people making fun of you like you just did well, I got a bone area I could show you if you want. <laughs> okay, you, you're, I'm slowly warming up to your sexual advances if because you, as uh... we all know, women love a bad boy. <laughs> women love a bad boy. This is slowly happening. This is slowly happening over the course. It's how, this is how you do it. You just tell the same... Just, you know about the rule of three in comedy. It also applies in romance. If you tell a joke three times in a row, by the third yeah. time, you guys will be married. Absolutely. I, it applies to slurs as well. You know, you say a slur once, not good. Slay a slur twice, even worse. Slay a slur three times, you know, you got him laughing. And, you know, that was the source of a big controversy with my Bone Hunters comics. Because as a white woman, as a white woman, I feel like I have, I have the, because I understand oppression, I can use the N-word, you know? That's interesting. Um... Did and you... people had a lot of, and they were famous. They got famous at the time. My N-word strips, as as they oh. call them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I am uh, slightly curious, but due to the current climate of the time, perhaps we shouldn't discuss further the N-word strips. You don't. You don't want to discuss. For, what about the N-word strips? Makes you nervous, Stephen. <laughs> this is phrase. also sexism. The this phrase. is also sexism. <laughs> Men telling white women they can't use the N-word. <laughs> You know, and I wrote about, I wrote about, this is what I was Whoa. talking about with the other lady bone hunter in my comic. Uh-huh. Um, you know? And I'm not saying it now out of respect for you. I know you can't handle it. I, I, I kind of thought my lifosphere was going to be about canning, like canning vegetables. That's well, the, yeah, it's about that, but it's also about saying a lot of slurs. You know, that's part of my life, too. That's an indelible slurs, part. hunting for bones, a slice things? of life with... Uh, slice of life. Kate, Katie Huffrin? With Katie Huffrin. Huff and, you know, sometimes Huffrin. I do use the bone weapons to take little slices out of people, mm. which is, you know, my it's ironic because it's a slice of life. And, you know, I I shouldn't balk at the bone hunter thing being used for, you know, sexual imagery because I use that all the time in my strip as well. So I'm sorry, Stephen, I exploded at you there because, you know, well, like Carrie. I got a bone area. I got a bone area for you, if you know what I mean. <laughs> You're getting you caught on. You've you've won me over. You've won me over with your jocular uh, punching down. Oh, oh, it You're never punching gets old. down, but I love it. it never I love gets it. It's old. Uh, so the thing about the thing about you know, you carve the weapons. You take the slices of life from people. You consume them down. You consume them down in your throat gullet. You do the rituals to cough. You do the rituals to cough your snake god. I do. You know, I do just, mind to to Payman, the king Payman, you know, from Hereditary. Oh, uh, you, you did it because you saw Hereditary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, look. I was worshiping cough way back. Huh. You know. You know, way before any of you bitches were talking about worshiping any. You know, because I feel like Hereditary made a lot of people think that they were smart for knowing about Payman. Uh -huh. You know, it's like, oh, he's not the devil. It's Payman. You know, I bitch. Bitch, I've been worshipping weird guys since before you were born. You know, get my wine, worship a weird guy, dig up some bones, make him into weapons, get a slice of life. You know, that's all That's all a day in the life of Katie Huffrin, you know? Well, something that's kind of cool, We could. I, I should have asked this to the previous guest, the Gamosphere guy, but Payman is a character in Genshin Impact. Have you ever played Genshin Impact? 
Um, no, I I love I love girl anime. I love anime that only girls like, which is uh, huh. which is. Have you ever heard of the anime uh, Bone Hunter? Um, yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, that, that's an anime that girls like. Girls love Bone Hunter. Mm, okay. And it it that's really where I got inspired to do my bone hunting because you know the main character is is androgynous. They're 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 male, but they're androgynous. Would so you say that you have bo- myself? Would you say that them. you have bone envy? I, I did. <laughs> what are you trying to pull some Freudian Freudian stuff on me, Mister? You know I don't I don't get that. I only like I only like lady philosophers like Shulamith Firestone. Ah. I, Firestone. I know, that name sounds familiar. That's like a chain of stories. She related to the. Yeah, she was. She was. Uh, you know, she got her philosophy money from from the tire store. You know, <laughs> I don't like to bring it up. You know, it's like that would be, um, be funny. It's just like all stuff off the back of the tire store's brochure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like number one philosophy is yeah, no refunds on tires that have seen over fifty miles. Okay, that's her, <laughs> that's her number one. Uh, there you go. Tenet. We need. I think we. What we. What I want to do is get a lady tire franchise going because they don't have tires for women. We I feel like should. all tires are marketed towards men. We should like turn every single industry into like targeted based on uh, different identity uh, identities that you can hold. Um, so every every different identity should have its own store of that item. It would yeah. really create a lot of jobs because you have to so. have like. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different kinds of stores. Like, oh, that's the tire store for this kind of person's identity. This is a tire you, store. Yes, you would. You would have uh, right <laughs> different identity, and you see that's the spirit of capitalism. That's what identity capitalism is getting to. It's competition because you know, one you're in a big corporation. You can't be you can't be your own self. You know, you can't let your freak flag fly. Go dig up some bones. Take a slice of life from somebody. You know. You gotta, you gotta get out there. I'm an entrepreneur, you know. <laughs> That's a cool way to call call something. <laughs> I'm yeah, an entrepreneur. You never heard that term before? I have not. Look, I'm just a lady bone hunter, trying to make it in a male bone hunter's world. With your webcomic called my, my Lifeosphere. My Lifeosphere. Um, well. Katie, now is the time when we interview uh, comics. Coming to the close of the interview, we asked them about a uh, a web comic that you may or may not have heard of to comment on. And today, the web comic okay. we picked is a web comic called Gamer Chicks. Gamer Chicks, they sound cool. It's uh, stars Sui Red, a hyperactive Yaoi fangirl. Are you familiar with Yaoi? Um. Yes, but I don't approve of it because I hate gay people. Damn. I straight up hate gay people. <laughs> I straight up, they <laughs> disgust me. Uh, that's, so you wouldn't, I guess you wouldn't be, a yao, call yourself a yaoi fangirl. No, no. Maybe I you would be Only more heterosexual like... sex here. Only dicks in this pussy. Only bones in this bone hunter. Uh, hey, you know? now you see... See, I, I knew we could I'm getting Yeah, we we eventually got a rapport we, going. We Through humor, we got a rapport going. Maybe the genders aren't so different hey, after all. tell you what. I tell you what. I got a bone you can hunt. So, you remind me more of the gamer chick Kire, the snarky, level-headed roommate. I'm such a Kire. <laughs> 
such a goddamn fucking Kira. Oh my god, it's yeah. unbelievable. Does she love wine too? Um, she love wine. No, she's interested in in only doing three things: reassuring the viewer that she's totally a girl, and two, fending off boys who are only interested in her boobies. Oh, I'm always doing that. Yeah. Know? I'm always I'm always hitting them with my bones. You know, that's why you need your bone weapons. <laughs> You're always mutilating them. I yeah, I'm taking their slices of life. If uh if gamer chicks <laughs> if gamer chicks had bone weapons, this wouldn't be a problem. And you know, that's why I needed to get my comic out there. You know, fuck fuck rape whistles, get a bone sharpened to a fucking point and stab it in a man. Yeah, stab like, it in a man right up through the chin area right the, up through the chin area here. that's all part of my life sphere and you know sometimes you'll just have a comic of me washing dishes and being like ah dishes <laughs> cool oh, no, dishes oh, no, i hate yeah. dishes well thank you so much for coming on the pod today um we Thank you. To... You can find me. You can uh-huh. find my lifosphere at ireallyhategays.com. Oh, okay. Find, I thought it was mylifosphere.net. So, uh, no, that is actually uh, that is actually a Russian site. Don't go there. They will steal your information and they will use it to stop Hillary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what they did with all that information. That's what uh. they do. <laughs> Hillary stoppers. Ooh, Hillary stoppers. I know it's like they're like a, a cork in a bottle of fun. Yeah, that's what if they Hillary. Did. Let me tell you, if Hillary had her bone weapons, oh yeah, would have won twenty sixteen. <clears throat> yeah, she would have been able to campaign weapons. in the in the bone wastelands of Michigan and Wisconsin and Ohio. So you said you didn't know about bone areas, but you know about <laughs> bone areas. Steve. Hey, I got a bone area for you to investigate. Uh. Oh wow, that Katie Hufferin, amazing! I'm glad we got some some you know much needed vag on this. That was a tough was... interview for me. I thought I, nearly at times I was going to lose my cool. It was a bit hostile. Yeah, you had some. It sounds like you 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 two were at odds for for a bit. Yeah, but now we're dating. That's amazing. I think that's great. You, you're really shaking things up. Uh, you know, I I I get the distinct feeling that she's a stable and normal woman. Who is, uh, you know, definitely not me. That's correct. Um, what's the next comic on the docket? Well, the next comic, it's sort of like... Uh, it's sort of like the Gamosphere comic. Related cousins of the gaming webcomic. It's the anime webcomic. You know, we all love anime. We all love cartoons from the East. We love how they depict their characters. We love their uh, dramatic, snappy dialogue. Uh, we love the convoluted plots, and we love uh, uh, casual sexism, and uh, that's you why do, we have. You do seem to love that. I do love casual sex. When anime, you know, I'm only tuning in for the sexism. You know, I go to, I go to uh, uh, Gurren Lagann all sexism supercut. Where they just show all the sex. Now, you'll have to excuse me in the upcoming interview because there's a, a lot of references that I miss because I'm not, you know, I'm not a, a, quite a, a full-fledged member of the Japanophile community, mm-hmm. which has a special name. And I believe it is the name of, related to the name of this webcomic, which is... Uh, Otakusphere. Otakusphere. Very Otaku's cool. Fear. Very cool name. Very unique name when it comes Absolutely. to Absolutely. Very as just as unique as all the other comic names we've had. 
And what's the name of the um, comic artist? Uh, his name is uh, Jinx Fallows. Jinx Fallows. Jinx Fallows. Jinx Fallows. Yeah, Jinx Fallows. Great web comic artist. Uh, uh, you know they they they're not Japanese. He draws in a he draws in sort of a westernized style, like about like like Avatar, the Last mm. Airbender, and you know he's a little touchy about that, as you'll hear during the interview. Well, let's not waste any more of our listeners' time and jump right in. Mister Jinx Fallows, I presume. Hi, it's me, Jinx Fallows. How are you doing? Uh, uh, you know, uh, it could be better. Uh, all the truck stops are closing because of President Biden. But I'm getting over it. How about you? Oh, uh, that's okay. I only know about truck stops from truck stop anime. Uh, okay. You know, there's, you know, my smile precure truck stop warrior. <laughs> and there's uh, uh, truck stop Kyoku, tri- uh, truck stop Kyoku no Kamigo. And it's, you know, what you see in these truck stop animes is, you know, at first you're like, what the hell? You know, I'm just seeing guys getting sucked off constantly. But the protagonist gets better and better at sucking off the guys. And, you know, you really feel for the protagonist. So What's you know, that the little her. protagonist's name? I can only imagine it's like a, a, bo- a boy with father issues. Yeah, he's a boy. His dad was lo- he, he was the best truck stop dick sucker in Japan, you know, and he's tr- struggling to live up to that legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Keisuke uh, Mononuke. <laughs> okay. You know, it's all about the journey of Keisuke and K- how he Keisuke? goes on to to win the Suck Festival 49. Wow. At, it's And it's like at a, it's at a truck stop that's a giant stadium. It's a giant stadium that's also a truck stop. That's cool. Those are the best truck stops, like the Thunderdome 3 style truck stops. Uh, well, you know, I wouldn't. I only know truck stops from anime. I don't know any. You don't know any, any other cultural references lost on you. I don't know any any other cult. Luckily, anime is you know so wide ranging that I, I haven't seen a Clockwork Orange, but I've I've seen uh, uh, Smile Procure, Clockwork Orange, No Kamikakushi, and <laughs> <laughs> that has that. <laughs> that... <laughs> <laughs> that of course informs you of, of all you need to know, really. When you get when you get down to it, like I was making the Mad Max reference, but you probably have seen um, Cody Ko Mad Uiku Max, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, that that starred Me- Meru Gibsono, <laughs> uh, who is the Japanese equivalent to uh, Mel Gibson. Meru, Mary Gibson. Uh, I, I, my, I wish my accent was better. My accent is atrocious, you know. Your Australian Japanese accent. My Australian Japanese accent. That's how many people think that Japanese people speak in a Japanese accent, but it's actually they all speak in an Australian Japanese accent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Why is that? Is that because of uh, the the um, imperialism? Uh, they just decided it sounded better. Oh, they they th- they said you know the Japanese Imperial Committee got together and said, fellas, you know Australian Japanese is so much cooler. There's guys out there like Joji, uh, you know pink pink guy who I know from his anime, uh, Supero Pink Guy uh, no Ichibari, 
you know, uh, you know, because I don't watch YouTube, except unless it's anime YouTube. So here's an interesting question. What are your top 40 animes? Okay, we're going to get into my top 40 animes right now. And this is a very considered list. At number 40, uh, we have a Sheath Holder. Sheath Holder was its English name. Of course, its Japanese name was Rawagui uh, Kamue. Uh, so in War- Rawagui Kamue, you know, it was about a protagonist. And he was he, he had a sheath. And, you know, you needed to do sheath training back in feudal Japan. It's sort of like a Chambara epic. You know, you know Chambara? You know, I've never seen Seven Samurai, but I've seen uh, Agent Seven Samurai uh, no Goku Des. So I think I have a pretty good grip on it. Uh, so is it that Seven Samurai? That's a good one. You might want to you might want to branch out into different kinds of media. What is it keeping you from consuming any other media besides anime? Is my real question. Straight up, mm-hmm. the titties aren't there. You know, you know. You don't see oh. gigantic. Really, the thing that holds okay. my attention in anime is that you'll just have a character that has gigantic breasts. So coming, IRL you know? titties aren't there yet. IRL titties, no. And also, you yeah. know, IRL titties, you know, they age, they suffer, you know. But anime titties are forever, you know. That's that's part. That's the motto on our website, you know. Anime titties are forever. Well, I'm what? not. I've never had sex, but it doesn't matter. Let's it dive into. The comic itself, Otaku Sphere. Otaku Sphere. Can you tell us a little bit about your comic? It's about an American. It's about an American boy living in Japan, um, and his name is uh, his name is Jinxon. His okay. name is Jinxon. He's uh, you know a little bit of myself in this character, um, and you know eventually, uh, what what he does is he struggles to become the best Japanese guy there is. You know. He's like uh, he's a white guy that wants to become the best Japanese guy, and he, what he does is he defeats a series of Japan stronger Japanese guys, until just, he gets to the head Japanese guy. Just just an ever increasing like, what was it? What is it? Tower of the Dragon that. Bruce yeah, he Lee? goes into a, he goes into a pagoda. There's oh. def- a lot of pagodas okay. where he's fighting his way up a pagoda. Uh, and he's fighting just sort of more intensely Japanese guys. Yeah, like, it's pretty, he's just, you know, until eventually he fights Hirohito himself, you know, he's got to fight Hirohito. Is that the most, is that the most Japanese a person can be? Uh, yeah, as, as everybody knows, Hirohito is a character from the anime, uh, World War Two. no, no Goi no Sintudes. And, uh, okay. you know, I really identified with him. He had a really interesting worldview. Well, that's interesting. Maybe you can speak more on Japanese identity and uh, whether or not, because, you know, whether or not it's an ethnicity is can be up for debate at times. Uh, some Japanese sure. people don't consider it to necessarily be an ethnicity. Um, well, that's what Otaku Sphere really seeks to explore, is that anyone can be Japanese. You know, it's like it's like Ratatouille, which I know from uh, Ratatouille no Kinkyudes. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen the original Pixar movie, but they have one where, like, the anime rat, um, you know, he, and, you know, one time he falls onto the lady chef's boobs and accidentally grabs her boobs, and that really kept my interest, you know, as a viewer, you know. That's they interesting, because should... I actually saw the competing anime about Ratatouille called um, Kuro Ratsuji. Kuro, Kuro Ratsuji, Ku- yeah. Kuro yeah, that's Ratsuji. a great classic, classic, classic yeah. one. 
that's a Jinx Sun recommended. That's number 26, actually. Wow. On my list of top on your 40 list, anime. we skip. Well, we skipped a bunch, but what's 25? Uh, 25 is uh, uh, Putin, Putino uh, Mori, where a teenage Vladimir Putin has to live with uh, with, with a dark spirit, you know, and their roommates. And, a, yeah, and it's maybe like a, a demon butler. It's a demon butler, yeah. <laughs> Actually, actually, yeah, you got that right. So it's yeah. Putinosan, and he's living with his demon butler. Uh-huh. And there's a lady across the hall with huge boobs that he's nervous talking to. And his <laughs> his demon butler, uh, you know, is constantly giving him encouraging advice and saying, you know, I'm a yokai. You know, I do yokai stuff. And Putin's like, I don't know about that. I'm just a nervous teenage boy who's awkward around women. But he's also but, the best at fighting. He is the best at fighting, and he finds his confidence of it. He and you know he also he fights a series of progressively uh, stronger Ukrainians. Oh, in the pagoda. In the pagoda, yeah, he goes to a Ukrainian pagoda and he fights a series of progressive. And then you know after he defeats the uh, the ghost of Kiev, uh-huh. he is finally reunited. He is reunited with the woman across the hall with huge boobs, and uh, you know he feels them. That's, that's, and the that's evil, how he, that's, the that's evil his people reward. were keeping him, were sanctioning him and keeping him from the, the hot neighbor across the hall. Yeah, because Ukraine represents, you know, uh, it represents repressment. It represents repressing nature because, uh, you know, nobody fucks like a Russian. Yeah, repressment is the noun form of the verb to repress. It's repressment. Repressment. Yeah. It's Re- repressment. You know, that's, that's repress- what a lot of animals Repressitude. <laughs> I mean, you talk a lot about the culture of Japan. You're talking about repressment. That's why you got to draw characters with huge boobs. Because constantly. of the repressitude. Because of the repressitude, exactly, of, J- of Japanese culture. Yeah. And, you know, that's something that Jinx, Jinx-san in Otaku Sphere, you know, he uses his American penis abilities to get all the Japanese guys really horny. And that's Their where birth the s- rate skyrockets. That's where the sphere part comes in. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's a big sphere of Japanese sperm. And, you know, they walk into it. You know, women are just walking into the spermosphere. Uh, <laughs> the spermosphere? Spermosphere, and they're getting pregnant. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I wish the manosphere guy could hear about the spermosphere. Uh, yeah, I have an ongoing beef with the manosphere guy. <laughs> um, Webcomic beefs are. Like, it's such a tragedy when two webcomic artists you like a lot have a beef and then they start making webcomics of their guys killing their other guys' guys. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like uh, the spermosphere and the manosphere. The spermosphere totally would wreck the manosphere because it's, it's liquid, you know, so it would be able to it would be able to mold itself into any shape like the T-1000, which I know, of course, from uh, Terminator 2. Uh, Terminate, uh, which I should say, Terminator Knee. Okay. Uh, Terminator Knee Gaiden. Okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, Terminator Two Knee Gaiden, which had the the T one thousand, or as he's called in Japan, the Hasu one thousand. Hasu. The Hasu one thousand. He can mold into any shape, and you know that's that's basically the concept of the spermosphere. It would get inside the manosphere and burst it apart. That's interesting. The spermosphere, it just reminds me so much of one of my favorite things, which is a takoyaki sphere. Um, Absolutely. I, you know, the delicious takoyaki sphere. It, it is itself a sphere. Ball. It's kind of, 
it's kind of maybe redundant to say the takoyaki sphere, but whenever I go to a Japanese restaurant, I always order takoyaki spheres. I say, I that say you waiter. say that that's how you have to order it in a Japanese restaurant. Oh, you really? have to say, yeah, you have to say to them, uh, garçon, which is the Japanese word for waiter. You say garçon, and you you say, can I have some takoyaki spheres, please? Yeah, and, and you, do you they'll bow? say hi. Do you bow? Yeah, you bow. You bow. But you know, because I because you know. Um, I'm a gaijin. I don't have to bow as much because right. I'm special. Is that um, an insult? I thought it was that. No, a gaijin is a term of. When I went there, that's what they all kept calling me, and I'm great. Okay, well, I'll have to look that up later. But um, Jinx Fallows. Jinx Fallows. Fallows. Jinx Fallows. Fallows. Mr. Fallows, it's come to that time where we ask our guest webcomic artist about a. Webcomic they may not have heard of before. Webcomic they may not have heard of. Yeah, have some... you heard of this one? Kansas O'Flaherty, Secret Agent. Kansas O'Flaherty, Secret Agent. Um, no, but I, I have seen Kansas-san uh, Monotagari no uh, Kamakakushi. Um, and that is, I believe, the Japanese uh, version of Kansas O'Flaherty, Secret Agent, which was a weekly strip for four months on Salon.com. Kansas uh, O'Flaherty. I'm looking it up right now. I don't usually do this, but I'll do this for you. You don't usually use the computer. I don't. I, I, I don't hardly, usually. Well, I might I see hardly. something that's not anime. Oh. And <laughs> um, yeah, you have your computer parental controlled for any website. I have my parent, any any non-anime thing. I don't want to <laughs> intake. You know. Uh, the the art in this is very not anime. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stop looking. Stop looking. Okay. You might pollute yourself. You might pollute yeah, I'm your polluting mind. my body. I'm polluting my body. All I can say about this cartoon is it's definitely not anime. Well, you can only find it on the Internet Archive these days. Um, but if you do find it out there, dear listener, be warned. It is not anime. Uh, it, actually, the, the Kansas O'Flaherty character in Japan was called Sendai O'Flaherty because she was named after the Japanese province of Sendai. What knowledge, what what a mind we have on today. Jinx I love Falls. Japan. I love the East. Well, Mr. Falls, it was a pleasure, and I'm sorry we don't have any more time to talk about Otaku Sphere with you. Oh, that's all right. Uh, that, I'm, look, I'm running from the law right now. Uh, I like they, they raided my hard drives. It's getting a little real right now, so I should leave anyway. Best of luck. Um, always erase your hard drives seven times. The Jared rule. Uh, the old Jared. Well, Jinx Fallows, wonderful guy. Wonderful guy. It's amazing. Uh, we're doing this on Zoom, but you can smell him from across Zoom because hey. he's not bathed. Neither, he's a hey, big nerd bathe. that doesn't bathe. bathe. I'm not a disgusting nerd. I'm just a, disgu uh, I'm just a disgusting old fat man who has no interests. <laughs> that's what we all are and if you keep listening to this podcast that's what you will become too that's our guarantee to you or your money back yeah you're gonna turn into a big troll you're gonna turn into a lumpy pimply uh shoulder hair picking your nose you know sitting with your ass down your spindly little legs jutting out the side of your body you know you're gonna be shaped like a big meaty gumdrop and that's your life now that's your life now. Well, we have we have one more comic artist, you know, someone who's also 
in uh you know my lifosphere it's an autobiocomic it's not specifically a comic about feminism you know feminism plays a role in it but um we wanted to get somebody that was opposite of the manosphere to round out the episode you know somebody that's on the other side of things politically you know um someone who may have a, 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 a strong ideas about women and how they should be treated uh which is better frankly it's better, frankly. And, you know, as a stark contrast to Manosphere, we have Gerlosphere and its author, Gerlos Alexopoulos. Uh, Mr. Alexopoulos, uh, may I call you Gerlos? Yes, yes, you may call me Gerlos. You may call me Gerlos Alexopoulos. I love your name. Uh, can you maybe, before we even begin, just give a little bit about the history and background of your name? The history of Gerlos. So, uh... My father was Russian. My mother was Greek. Uh, they immigrated to Mexico, <laughs> where my original name was Girlo Alexopoulos. Uh, we say Girlo is a Russian name, but uh, they, they changed it. They went to Mexico. And uh, so I have all three accents in me. I have a very indeterminate accent. <laughs> That's Just good. general, very <laughs> indeterminate. And uh, as a result, they thought it was Carlos, my name. They thought it was Carlos, but it was, uh, no, it was Girlo, but they couldn't pronounce it, so... It, uh, through osmosis, it became Gerlos. But that uh, that uh, worked out in my favor, because I love the ladies. I love the ladies. I am getting the tips to love the ladies. That's, that's fascinating. Uh, it's and a this fascinating happened... heritage. It's a fascinating and beautiful heritage of Gerlos. <laughs> it, it just totally explains your accent, too. Russian. It totally explains yeah, Russian, Greek, Greek Mexican. Mexican, all together in one. All together in one accent, boy. And that's how you do it. Uh uh, you must have picked up some very interesting slang growing up there, but um, let's dive in to the meat of uh, the meat this. of girl, the meat of girlos. Yes, it's souvlaki. <laughs> it is souvlaki, but is it is on one of those Mexican shearing rods that what, uh, they got from the Lebanese. You mean like uh, the cooking? In, uh, yeah, a thing? rotating a rotating kebab kebab spike. Okay. You put those kebab spikes in your penis, you are rotating all day. That is a fascinating uh, proposition. I may have to take you up on later. You say you have rotating humans? Yeah, you get one of your kebab spits, uh -huh. and you know you, you put your penis, you sound yourself. You, you, you know, you got to stretch yourself with sounding. We have special sounding rods. Uh, how long does that process take? The special sounding spits? Any, and depends on your penile uh, stretchiness. Some people have natural penile, penile elasticity. elasticity. Your penile elasticity. Penile you know, thank elasticity. you, thank you. You're, you're using the scientific terms. It's good for Gerlos. Gerlos <laughs> likes the scientific terms. Um, so you sound, you sound yourself. You know, you're stretching out your, your urethra. You're going wow. I like to go wow when I stretch out my urethra. Like it's going wow. And uh, then you put it on the spit. You're on the spit. You got to get you. You got to clamp. So you have muscles in your penis. What people many many people don't realize about about uh, what you may learn in Gerlosphere is that um, your penis has muscles in it that you can use to clamp down on on spits, on various sounding spits that we have. And you've heard of kegels. Well, these are called your fagels. That's a Shakespearean ca character, is it not? Yes, yeah, fagel. He was a Shakespearean character. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Am I right about that? I'm absolutely. Thinking. Absolutely you're right about fagel being a Shakespearean character. <laughs> That's you, you remember. You remember the classic play Fagel and Juliet. We study it in Greek philosophy class. 
because you know it's about it's about Fagel, you know, sacrificing himself for romantic love. And you know that's why I'm a feminist, because really, Gerlos at the end of the day loves the ladies. <laughs> and you know, the only way to truly love the ladies is by letting them letting them do their own thing. That's what Gerlos believes. That's the Gerlos guarantee. And how does that uh, guarantee manifest itself in your web comics? Uh, the guarantee manifests. So there's a guy, and he's me. He's Gerlos. You know, he's going around everywhere. And he's talking to women, you know, he's just talking to woman, women and treating them like humans. He's saying, he's saying stuff to them like, I am not objectifying you. I am not objectifying you at this moment. He, so a lot of the That's comics cool. are like him. He, he's just wandering. Gerlos, who is me, but it's also him because, you know, you have Avatar. <laughs> you have Avatar in your comics. And so you, <laughs> Gerlos goes up to these women and says, I am not objectifying you. I, and the women, they always look happy. The happy girlos isn't objectifying. They feel safe. They feel safe with girlos. Wow, they feel women feel safe with girlos. Women feel safe with girlos. That's one of the. That's on our t-shirts. We have a t-shirt with it's me, girlos, and he has arms with seven beautiful ladies, <laughs> seven beautiful ladies in his arms, and he's saying it's uh you know always feel safe with girlos. Girlos will not molest you. That's the one hundred percent girlos guarantee. Girlos will not molest you. A lot of guarantees happening, like. Guarantee for God. No, I will not objectify you, not molest you, do none of these things. None of these, because that's how much I love the ladies. I love the ladies so much I won't even molest them. That is noble. If I ever heard of something so noble before, listener, uh, let us know at houseofdecline at gmail.com if you ever heard of anything quite as noble as Gerlos's guarantees. Gerlos's guarantees. You got guarantee one, I'm not going to objectify you. Guarantee two, I will not molest you. Guarantee three, I will not push you into STEM. I will not pressure you to go into STEM. You know, there's a lot of pressure for women to go into STEM because they're underrepresented. But a lot of women, they want to be doing their humanities degrees without feeling so much shame. So, like, as a patriarchal figure and as somebody who loves STEM myself, I'm a big fan of STEM. I love science. I do yeah. science in the morning, science in the evening. Girlos time is science time. Um, but I will not pressure you. Girlos but if you the ask science me, guy. That would be a good, if, good show. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of room for science comics out there. You got science video game guys, you got like Vsauce, and you got science video guys, but you don't have a lot of science, you don't have a lot of video uh, comic, don't have a lot of video comic science guys, and that's what I'm trying to do with Gerlos. Yeah, we, I guess the only real science guy is the XKCD guy who is currently suing us, so we're not allowed to talk about him. Yeah, we can't talk about, yeah, you got in a lot of trouble with the XKCD guy because you depicted his characters with huge penises. That's I right. saw that. We did. Uh, he Your big took stick umbrage. penises. He took yeah. pretty big umbrage at us depicting all of his his patented stick figure guys with these giant uh, penises uh, that were solving physics problems. That's, that's girl. You, you broke Gerlos guarantee number four, which was, I will not show you my penis if you do not consent to it. <laughs> I want to show you my penis. You know, that's in there. I want to show it to you, but I will not show it to you if you do not consent. And how, you know, how Louis C.K., big problem with him, did not follow Gerlos Guarantee 4. Who? Louis C.K., oh. another famous Mexican, another famous Mexican <laughs> hero of mine, before he, before he went out and showed his penis non-consensually to people. Well, I thought he was hiding behind a bush. He was hiding behind Bush all the time. You, you know, that's what people accuse me of, for being a male feminist. They say I'm hiding behind Bush. I say no. <laughs> oh, I see. I see what you did there. Well, uh, Gerlos, it's time that I, as I have done with every other comic guest, comic webcomic guest, is I need to ask you about a 
horrible webcomic that I found from the horrible webcomics wiki. That is for girlos to judge. You know, it's for girlos to judge if it is a horrible webcomic or not. And I have a webcomic that ended just after seven comics. It is called Motherfucking Mario. Motherfucking Mario? That sounds like if Mario was maybe a bit looter, I could get into that. What if Mario was a little sexier? Uh, Motherfucking Mario is one of the best uh, gaming webcomics of all time. Does he Mario, but he say motherfuck? Um, he gets pissed on by one of the Mario characters. Oh no, that's bad. Yeah. Girlos guarantee number six, I will not piss on you. Without your consent. You broke Girlos guarantee number six, I will not piss on you without your consent. I want to piss on you. <laughs> Look at these seven beautiful ladies in my arm. I will piss on each of them in a second, but Girlos guarantee number six prevents me from doing so. Seven beautiful ladies for seven motherfucking Mario webcomics. Exactly. That's seven motherfucking Mario webcomics for each, each more beautiful than the last. It's amazing these webcomics that are just like stills from a video game that they've decided to put text on. They loved doing that back in the day. Girlos Gaming, you know, I had Girlos Gaming back in the day. Really? When what I was, was that like? yeah, I had my gaming webcomic. You know, it was a lot of it was it was where we got the ideas of the Girlos guarantees because there's a lot of molestation going on in gaming right now. There is. Lots of molesting. You know, that's something we talk about on Girlosphere. You know, it's like uh, all these spheres coming up. You know, we're like the anti-sphere. Mm. You know, you, you talk about all these spheres coming up. We're using the power of the spheres. The Girlosphere, uh, you know, it can't be beat because it's intangible. Well, uh, Mr. Girlos, uh, Thea, Thea Pop, a Pop. Girlos Alex Oblet, my my brother is also actually a web comic artist, and he's um, uh, he's not good. We don't talk to him because you know, you know, he, he does yeah. not follow the Girlos guarantee. He's the black sheep of the family. He's the black sheep of the family. He's molesting women. All he breaks Girlos guarantee number two daily. He's molesting <laughs> constantly. Yeah, he's always you know? like touching baristas. Touching barista. That's his deal. He wants to molest baristas. That's his dream in life. He got so good at art so that he could depict himself molesting baristas. He, as this, he also has committed the error of depicting himself as much skinnier than he actually is. I don't know if no, you noticed that. That's why I depict myself as fat as shit. That's the Girlos Guarantee 7. I am less fat than I am in my comics. <laughs> that's awesome. Follow the Girlos guarantees, baby. You will never be you will never be ashamed. And we can of course follow Girlos at twitter.com at Girlos Prime eighty-five. <laughs> <laughs> That's G-I-R-L-O-S Prime eighty-five. There you go. And what a great what a great thing to cap off our, our wonderful webcomics episode. Um so so varied you know it's such a varied form you have so many wacky characters in there. yeah i was barely holding it together for mm -hmm. almost all of those interviews and folks if you like podcasts if you like web comics you can get a lot more of those if you go to patreon.com slash house of decline you can get a daily web comic for as little as three dollars a month you can also just check us out at houseofdecline.com